family. Welcome to today's reading. I'm going to be reading a Bible that was given to me in 1986. I came to the Lord in around 1982 when I first purchased a house in the city. The Lord directed me to a couple of churches. From there I made friends and this Bible is signed 1986, given to me by a widow that used to have all the she would have Bible studies over her house. Lydia Beaton. 1986. Fernando Montes de Oca. And one thing about this Bible is the New King James Bible. It's called the Possibility Thinkers Bible. And it, it singles out, it colors out all the positive promises and phrases of the Bible. For instance, as for me, says the Lord, this is my covenant with them, my spirit who is upon you and my words which I have put in your mouth shall not depart from your mouth, nor from the mouth of your descendants, nor from the mouth of your descendants' descendants, says the Lord from this time and forevermore. Isn't it amazing? That's a prophecy that was given about three thousand years ago and I just fulfilled it I am one of the descendants of the descendants and I hereby say it to you and you're going to look it up out of your curiosity Isaiah 59 verse 21 as for me says the Lord this is my covenant with them my spirit who is upon you And my words, which I have put in your mouth, shall not depart from your mouth, nor from the mouth of your descendants, nor from the mouth of your descendants' descendants, says the Lord, from from this time and forevermore. Amen. And that is fulfilled in your ears, folks. I open it random. And that is God's word. And God's word says it will not go void. It will not falter wherever it's sent. But it will produce where the Lord sends his word. And thank God that we are his producers. (laughs) Another scripture here says, Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, the deep darkness, the people. But, but the Lord will arise over you, and his glory shall be seen upon you. Then you shall see and become radiant, and your heart shall dwell with joy, because the abundance of the she, of the sea shall be turned to you, and the wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. Hallelujah. That's Isaiah 60, verse 1, 2, and 5. Isaiah 59, 1. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. Then the Lord saw it, and it He saw that there was no man and wondered that where there was no intercessor. Therefore his own arm 
brought salvation for him, and his own righteousness is sustaining him. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate, a breastplate plate, and a helmet of salvation on his head. He put on the garments of vengeance for clothing, and was clad with seal as a cloak. Hallelujah. The name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. The Redeemer will come to Zion and to those who turn from transgressions in Jacob, says the Lord. This, this is Isaiah 59. Then your light shall break forth like the morning, your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Isaiah 58. If you extend your soul to the hungry, those from among you shall build in the old wasted places. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations, and you shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. The sun shall no longer be your light by day, nor for brightness shall the moon be light to you, but the Lord will be to you an everlasting light. And your God, your glory, your son shall no longer go down. But the Lord will be to you an everlasting light and your God, your glory. Your son shall not no longer go down, nor shall your moon withdraw itself. For the Lord will be your everlasting light and the days of your mourning shall be ended. Also your people shall be righteous. They shall inherit the land forever. The branch of my planting, the works of my hands, that I may be glorified. A little one shall become a thousand, and a small one a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten in its time. Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me, to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prisons to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, to, and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. They shall rebuild the old ruins, they shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the ruined cities, 
the desolations of many generations. Strangers shall stand and feed your flocks, and the sons of the foreigners shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers, but you shall be named the priests of the Lord. Man shall call you the servants of our God. You shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory you shall boast. Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor, and instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in the land, they shall possess double. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. Instead of confusion, they shall receive in their portion double. Instead of shame, they shall have double honor. They shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory you shall boast. But you shall be named the priests of the Lord. People shall call you the servants of our God. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery for burnt offering. I will direct their, their work in truth and will make them an everlasting covenant. Their descendants shall be known among the Gentiles and their offsprings among the people. All who see them shall acknowledge them, that they are the posterity whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its bud, and the garden causes the things that are sown in it to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. Isaiah 61. You shall also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. Isaiah 62. I will mention the loving kindness of the Lord and the praises of the Lord according to all that the Lord has bestowed on us and the great goodness towards the house of Israel which he has bestowed on them according to his mercies, according to the multitude of his loving kindness. Look down from heaven and see from your habitation, holy and glorious. Where are your zeal and your strength, the yearning of your heart and your mercies towards me? Are they restrained? Isaiah 63. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind. <clears throat> Isaiah 65, verse 17. Thus says the Lord, Heaven is my throne, and earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you will build me? 
And where is the place of my rest? Isaiah 66. Isaiah 57, for thus says the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him who has a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. I have seen his ways and will heal him. I will also lead him and restore comfort to him and to his mourners. I create the fruit of the lips, peace, peace to him who is far off and to whom who is near, says the Lord, and I will heal him. Peace, peace unto him. Isaiah 57. Isaiah 56. Thus says the Lord, keep justice and do righteousness. My salvation is about to come and my righteousness to be revealed. Isaiah 55. For you shall go out with joy and be led out with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I send it. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, says the Lord, nor are my ways your ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you. The sure's mercies of David. For the month that was Isaiah 55. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come buy and eat. Yes, come buy. Buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what do not satisfy? Listen diligently to me. Listen and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you. The sure mercies of David. Isaiah 54 for your maker is your husband, the Lord of hosts is his name, and your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. He is called the God of the whole earth. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed, nor be disgraced, for you will not be put to shame 
for you will forget the shame of your youth and will not remember the reproach of your widowhood anymore. Sing, O barren, you who have no born. Break forth into singing and cry out loud. You who have not travailed with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your inhabitations. Do not spare, lengthen your courts and strengthen your stakes, for you shall expand to the right and to the left, and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolated cities inhabited. <clears throat> for the mountains shall re- depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has mercy on you. And all your children shall be taught of the Lord, by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. In righteousness you shall be established, you shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Isaiah 54. He is despised and rejected by man, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of the dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there's no beauty that we should desire him. And he is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we have seen him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. And we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before his shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who will declare his generation? For he was cut off from the land of the living, for the transgressions of many people, for the transgression he was stricken. And they made his grave with the wicked, but with the rich at his death. Because he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, 
and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in the land. He shall see the travail of his soul and be satisfied. By his knowledge my righteous servant shall justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressions, and he bore the sins of many, and made intercession for the transgression. Sing, O barren, you who have not borne, break forth into singing and cry out loud. Isaiah 53. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who proclaims peace, who brings glad tidings of good things, who proclaims salvation, who says to Zion, Your God reigns. Behold, my servant shall dwell prudently. He shall be exalted and extolled and be very high. Awake, awake, put on your strength, O Zion. Put on your beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city. For the uncircumcised and the clean shall no longer come to you. Shake yourself from the dust. Arise and sit down, O Jerusalem. Loose yourself from the bonds of your neck, O captive daughter of Zion. For thus says the Lord, You have sold yourself for nothing, and you shall be redeemed without money. Isaiah 52 For the Lord will comfort Zion, He will comfort all her waste places. He will make her wilderness like Eden and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in it, thanksgiving and the voice of melody. But I am the Lord your God, who divides the sea, whose waves roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. And I have put my words in your mouth. I have covered you with the shadow of my hand, that I may plant the heavens, lay the foundations of the earth, and say to Zion, You are my people. Isaiah 51 Who among you fears the Lord? Who obeys the voice of his servant? Who walks in darkness and has no light? Let him trust in the name of the Lord and rely upon his God. Isaiah 50. <clears throat> Thus says the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel, their Holy One, to him whom men despise, to him who is the nation of whores, to the servants of rulers, kings shall see and rise, princes also shall worship. Because of the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel, and He has chosen you. Sing, O heaven, sing. Be joyful, O earth, and break out in singing, O mountains. For the Lord has comforted His people and will have mercy on His afflicted. Isaiah 49. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, 
I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. I have declared the former things from the beginning. They went forth from my mouth, and I caused them to hear it. Suddenly I did them, and they came to pass. Isaiah 48. Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me. Isaiah 46. He shall say, Surely in the Lord I have righteousness and strength. To him men shall come, and all shall be ashamed who are incensed against him. Surely in the Lord I have righteousness and strength. He shall say, Surely in the Lord I have righteousness and strength. To him men shall come, and all shall be ashamed who are incensed against him. Tell and bring forth your case. Yes, let them take counsel together. Who has declared this from ancient time? Who has told it from that time? Have not I the Lord? And there is no other God besides me. A just God and a Savior. There is none beside me. Look to me and be saved, all you ends of the earth. For I am God, there is no other. I have sworn by myself, the word has gone out, out of my mouth, in righteousness. And shall not return, that to me every knee shall bow, Every tongue shall take an oath. He shall say, Surely in the Lord I have righteousness and strength. To him men shall come, and all shall be ashamed who are incensed against him. In the Lord all the descendants of Israel shall be justified and shall glory. Thus says the Lord who created the heavens, who is God, who former who formed the earth and made it, who has established it, who did not create it in vain, who formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, and there is no other. I have not spoken in secret in a dark place of the earth. I did not say to the seed of Jacob, Seek me in vain. I, the Lord, speak righteousness. I declare things that are right. They will make supplication to you, saying, Surely God is in you, and there is no other. There is no other God. I have made the earth and created man on it. It was I, my hands, that stretched out the heavens, and all their hosts I have commanded. I have raised him up in righteousness, and I will direct all his ways. He shall build my city and let my exiles go free, not for the price nor reward, says the Lord of hosts, the Lord of hosts. I am the Lord, and there is no other. There is no God beside me. I will gird you, though you have not known me, 
that they may know from the rising of the sun to its setting that there is none beside me. I am the Lord and there is no other. I formed the light and created darkness. I make peace and create calamity. I, the Lord, do all these things. Rain down your heavens from above and let the skies pour down righteousness. Let the earth open. Let them bring forth salvation and let righteousness spring up together. I, the Lord, have created it. Woe to him who strives with his maker. Let the poshers strive with the poshers of the earth. Shall the clay say to him who formed it, What are you making? Or shall the handiwork say, He has no hands? Woe to him who says to his father, What are you begetting? Or to the woman, What have you brought forth? Thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, and his maker, Ask me of things to come concerning my son, and concerning the works of my hands. You command me. I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gate of bronze and cut the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord who called you by name, I am the God of Israel. I am the Lord and there is no other. There is no God beside me. Isaiah 55. Thus says the Lord your Redeemer, and he who hath formed you from the womb, I am the Lord who makes all things, who stretches out the heavens all alone, who spreads abroad the earth by myself. I have blotted out like a thick cloud your transgressions, and like a cloud your sins return to me, for I have redeemed you. Sing, O heavens, <clears throat> sing, for the Lord has done it, Shout, you lower parts of the earth, break forth into singing, you mountains, O forest, and every tree in it, for the Lord has redeemed Jacob and glorified Israel in it. Do not fear nor be afraid, for have I not told you from that time and declare it? You are my witness. Is there a God beside me? Indeed, there is no other rock. I know not one. Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last. Besides me, there is no other God. For I will pour water on him who is thirsty and floods on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit on your descendants and my blessings on your offsprings. Isaiah 54. I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. Put me in remembrance. Let us content together. State your case that you may be acquitted. This people I have formed for myself, they shall declare my praise. 
Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. You shall not know it. I will even make a road in the wilderness and river in the desert. I am the Lord, the Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. You are my witness, says the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am He. Before me there was no God formed, nor shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. I have declared and saved, I have proclaimed, and there was no foreigner God among you. Therefore you are my witnesses, says the Lord, that I am God. Indeed, before the day was, I am He, and there is no one who can deliver out of my hand. I work, and who will reverse it? Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. But now, thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, and who formed you, O Israel, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored, and I have loved you. Therefore I will give men for you and people for your life. Fear not, fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your descendants from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not keep them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Isaiah 53. The Lord is well pleased for his righteousness sake. He he will magnify the law and make it possible. Restore, Lord, the pl- and no one says restore, restore. Who among you will give ear to this? Who will listen and hear for the time to come? Who gave Jacob for plunder and Israel to the robbers? Was it not the Lord, he against whom we have sinned? For they would not walk his ways, nor were they obedient to his law. Restore, Lord, restore. The Lord is pleased for his righteousness sake. He will magnify the law and make it possible. Restore, Lord, restore. Let them give glory to the Lord and declare his praise in the coastlands. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I declare before they spring forth. I tell you of them. 
Sing to the Lord a new song and his praise from the ends of the earth. You who go down to the sea and all that is in it, you coastlands and you inhabitants of them. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness and will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the Gentiles. Behold, my servant whom I uphold, my elect one in whom my soul delights, I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the Gentiles. Isaiah 42. He will not cry out, nor raise his voice, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break. A smoking flax he will not quench. He will bring forth justice for truth. He will not fail nor be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth and the coastland shall wait for his law. Thus says the God of the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread forth the earth and that which comes from it, who gives breath to the people in it, and the Spirit to those who walk in it. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the Gentiles, to open blind eyes, to bring up prisoners from the prison, who, those who sit in darkness from the prison house. I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory I will not give to another, nor my praise to graven images. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I declare before they spring forth. I tell you of them. Sing to the Lord a new song, and his praise from the ends of the earth. You who go down to the sea and all that is in it, you coastlands and you inhabitants of them. Let the wilderness and its cities lift up their voices, the villages that Kedar inhabits. Let the inhabitants of Salah sing. Let them shout from the top of the mountains. Let them give glory to the Lord and declare his praise in the coastland. The Lord shall go forth like a mighty man. He shall stir up his seal like a man of war. He shall cry out, yes, shout out loud. He shall prevail against his enemies. I have held my peace in a long time. I have been still and restrained myself. Now I will cry like a woman in labor. I will pant and gasp at once. I will lay waste the mountains and hills and dry up all their vegetation. I will make the rivers, coastlands, and I will dry up the pools. I will bring the blind by a way they do not know. I will lead them in path they have not known. I will make darkness light before them and crooked places straight. These things I will do for them and not forsake them. They shall be turned back. They shall be greatly ashamed who trust and carve images, who say to the molded images, You are my gods. Hear you deaf and look you blind that you may see. Who is blind but my servant, or deaf as my messenger whom I sent? Who is blind as he who is perfect, and blind as the Lord's servant? Seeing many things, but you do not observe, 
opening the ears, but he does not hear. Isaiah 42. Behold my servant whom I uphold, my elect one in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring justice to the Gentiles. Isaiah 42. That they may see and know and consider and understand together that the hand of the Lord has done this, and the Holy One of Israel has created. For I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, Fear not, I will help you. You shall rejoice in the Lord and glory in the Holy One of Israel. Isaiah 42, Isaiah 41. Keep silent before me, O coastlands, and let the people renew their strength. Let them come near, then let them speak. Let us come near together for judgment. You whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called from its father's regions, and said to you, You are my servant, I have chosen you, and have not cast you away. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed. For I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Keep silence before me, O coastlands, and let the people renew their strength. Let them come near, then let them speak. Let us come together for judgment. Have you not known, have you not heard, the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary? There is no searching for his understanding. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases strength. To whom then will you liken me? Or to whom shall I be equal? Says the Lord one. Says the Holy One. Lift up your eyes on high. And see who has created these things. (coughs) Who brings out their hosts by number. He calls them all by name. By the greatness of his might. And the strength of his power, not one, is missing. Isaiah 39. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. That was Isaiah 40. To whom then will you liken God? Or what likeness will you compare him? Behold, the nations are as a drop in a bucket and are counted as a small dust in, on the balance. Look, he lifts up the isles as a very little thing. Behold, the Lord God shall come with a strong hand and his arms shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him 
and his work before him. He will flee, he will feed his flock like a shepherd, he will gather the lambs with his arms and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those who are with young. Who has measured the water in the hollow of his hand, measured heaven with a span and calculated the dust of the earth in a measure? Weigh the mountains and scales and the hills in a balance. Comfort you, comfort you, my people, says the Lord. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. The crooked places shall be made straight, and the rough places smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. The word of the Lord, Isaiah 40. Amen and amen. Good morning, loved ones. Let's go ahead and do a special podcast today. I have scriptures on the blood of Jesus. Listen to these Bible verses while you sleep. This is uh, from our friend Cyril Fonseca, and he also has a YouTube and other channels available, and you can find him all over the place uh, just by typing in scriptures on the blood of Jesus for sleep. Listen for sleep. So what I'm going to do is, is we're going to pray. We're going to acknowledge the Lord for as surely as we acknowledge He will come like the spring rains, like we've been having them, and the latter rains at the end of the year. His presence will come to us. So let's go ahead and, and partake of the... Um, what I usually do is, is I'll say four, actually five, our fathers. I don't know, the Holy Spirit within me just said five. But I usually say three, <laughs> five our fathers very rapidly so I can concentrate and focus on my father in heaven. This is not repetitive. This is repetitive to me so that I can let go of faith, that I can easily believe the words that I'm saying. So please, let's pray with me. And after I pray the five short our fathers, we will have communion and then we will listen and get a view of the uh, scriptures on the blood of Jesus, listening to the Bible verses while we sleep by Cyro Fonseca. Okay, and he's got all kinds of uh, um, podcasts out there, and this one is on happens to be on YouTube. So please look them up. Let's pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our Father, 
who art in the heavens, holy is thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Amen. Okay, here's the last one. Let's say it with all our heart and minds and soul and let go of our faith and believe in the words. Ready? Our Father, who art in the heavens, holy is your name. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. In Isaiah, it says, Ask me. Let's reason together, the Lord says. Let's just check this stuff out on paper here. Let's go over it as man to man. And we, we have requested and put our order in for the day, folks. Okay, amen. So let's go ahead and take our communion. Let us acknowledge the Lord Jesus Christ that he died on the cross for us to take away our sins. By his stripes, we are healed. By the sacrifice of Jesus, the lamb that takes away the sins of the world, the sacrificial lamb, Jesus Christ. Let's partake of his bread, his life. Thank you, Father. Go ahead. Our daily bread. Let's take of the bread. Oh, that feels good, don't it? Thank you, Jesus, for your stripes were healed. Hallelujah. By your life, we are made brand new, Lord. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Let's go ahead and take of the blood. Thank you, Father, for the blood that seals and ratifies this new covenant, this new agreement, Lord. We are in it with you. We thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. He died on the cross for us. We love you and we praise you. Let's partake of the blood. That sanctifies us, heals us, and forgive us of all our sins that we ever done, past, present, and future. Hard to believe, huh? Thank you, Lord God. In the heavens, we, re- we say yes to your ways, yes to you, yes, yes to you, Jesus, our Lord of our lives, creator of heaven and earth. Thank you for this time we have together. Let's go ahead and partake of the blood again. Thank you, Lord, for sanctifying us and making us whole, completely whole in Jesus' name. Amen. Here is my friend, Mr. Fonseca, in Scriptures of the Blood of Jesus. Enjoy. For more than 10 years now, I have been motivating people to listen to the word while they sleep. 
even though our bodies and souls go to sleep, our spirits are awake and can listen to the word. In doing so, we can redeem the time that we spend sleeping and invest it to feed our spirit man. It is with this thought in mind that I have begun to prepare these meditation scriptures to make it easy for those I motivate. All they have to do is listen. There are many themes that run right through the Bible. The blood of Jesus is one of them. Through his blood, Jesus won the victory over the devil, over sin and death. And because of what he did on the cross, we too can have that victory over the world, the flesh and the devil, over sin, sickness and disease. There is a deep need for us as Christians to know that we are more than conquerors, as Romans 8, 37 says. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Yes, indeed, we are more than conquerors. But yet, we find it so hard to believe, given all our failures and struggles with sin, sickness and disease. I have put together scriptures that will build faith in the victorious power of the blood of Jesus to walk in victory over all that plagues us. It would be best for you to listen to them while you sleep. But you can also listen to it while you are cooking or traveling or any other time. The idea is to fill our spirit man with these verses so that faith to know that we know that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus will grow and we will walk in greater victory. God's word will become the shield unto us guarding our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Remember, the word is like a seed. Jesus explained to his disciples in the parable of the sower. So every scripture that we listen to is a seed that will eventually produce the faith that we need to believe that we are conquerors in Christ Jesus. The more we sow, the greater we will we grow in the knowledge that we can live a victorious Christian life. If it is why you sleep, then you could pray a prayer like this. Father, my soul and body are going to sleep now. But I, the spirit man, will turn my face to you and worship and adore you as I listen to your word. Feed on it and be filled with faith knowledge that I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. If it is in your waking hours that you are listening, then you can say to the Father, Lord, I open my spirit wide to listen to your word. Let it minister faith 
to my heart and then let it play while you work at home or commute. The Lord bless you as you fill up on his precious word. Hebrews 2.14 For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil. Exodus 12, 13 And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Ephesians 1, 7 In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Revelations 1, 5 and 6 and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us, and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Luke 22, 20 Likewise also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. 1 Peter 1, 1 through 2. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit, unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace unto you, and peace be multiplied. John 6, 53 Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man, and drink his blood, he hath no life in you. Zechariah 13.1 In that day there shall be a fountain opened to the house of David and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin and for uncleanness. 
John 1.9 If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1.7 But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanseth us from all sin. Romans 5, 9 Much more then, being now justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through Him. 1 Peter 1, 18-20 For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Hebrews 9.12 Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Acts 20.28 Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God which he hath purchased with his own blood. Revelations 5, 9-10 And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation and has made us unto our God kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. Hebrews 12, 24 And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. Colossians 1, 19-22 For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell, and having made peace through the blood of his cross, 
by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him I say, whether they be things in the earth or things in heaven. And you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now have you reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. Ephesians 2, 12 through 13 That at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, Thank you so much for coming in today. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. Be gracious unto you. Lift up his gowns and give you peace this Easter weekend. The blood of the Lamb cover your soul with health, healthy soul, a prosperous soul, and a happy soul. The blessings of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Peace unto you. Peace, peace unto you. God bless you. Thank you for coming in today's podcast. Greet everyone with a 
super smile. I love you. Bye. Greetings, family. Today, we're going to be reading the red letter edition of Jesus Reveal in Every Book of the Bible by Marilyn Hickey Ministries. <clears throat> we send them an offering as we normally do. We go around sending offerings to different uh, people that we believe are doing the work of God. And Marilyn has always been, I've seen her personally way back in the 80s or yeah you know and she was trying to be funny and in her trying she was funny you know and meaning there was a lot of popular people at that time uh being uh funny and uh she was giving the word of god as she normally does and up in the pulpit and i just uh fell in love with this lady you know she says she uh, memorized Proverbs, and probably that's where the foundation of basis of wisdom for her talk and her kindness, and and she's going to be going on 90, and she's still doing the work of God on television, going all over the country. She goes to dangerous countries and preaches the word of God, and, and uh, she uh, has ministry for feeding programs and all kinds of stuff. You know, if we have a mighty God, he has going to, not if, a mighty God has good representatives out there that do the work of God for him exclusively, honestly, effectively, uh, morality, and amen. And when we have a few bad apples, uh, we cannot label them it just hurts my heart to have a good, strong Christian with a lot of intention and then label everybody that they're money getters. The Bible does say Jesus was our poverty. When we judge another person, um, we're saying uh, we know better than God. We know better than the gospel. And the gospel itself that says that Jesus became poor so that we be can become rich. My richness is that I open uh, a 2,000-member orphanage. That's my richness. Your richness is probably bigger than mine, and I salute you, and I'll put money into your project. You just tell me what you're doing for others, and I will bless you and and encourage you and, and show you not... Anything that's doing something for Jesus. <clears throat> Amen. All right. Well, how did I get off on that? Got off subject. I have a Bible here that has the red letter edition. And the, these are the words of Jesus. And I always wanted to accomplish something like this. So since I've been studying... Um, the uh, chapter 5 of Matt, of John, let me go ahead and just jump forward and read some of those things. It's just, uh, just amazing readings of Jesus in chapter 5 of the book of John. It says right here, the red letter edition. <clears throat> it says, Do you want to be made? I asked Jesus. 
Arise, take up your bed and walk. Let's go ahead and pray. Father God in heaven, we want to be made well. We want to be healed. We want to be established. We want to be well. We want to love and bless and not judge and curse, Lord. We want to be as Jesus is, Father in heaven. Lord, we give ourselves over to you, over to the words of Jesus, that we may receive the anointing, we may receive the healings, and receive the words of life that Jesus spoke to us through the disciples and are written down here for our benefit. Let it be for our benefit. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, Father, give us glory and honor. Amen. Do you want to be well? Say yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. Then rise, take up your bed, and walk. Yes, Lord, we will walk by faith. Take up your bed and walk. Take up your bed and walk. See, you have been made well. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. Keep quoting the Word of God. Keep exercising. Keep seeking Him. Don't go back to your YouTube. Don't go back to your friends. Don't go back to your symptoms. You know, your symptoms will linger. They're spirits saying, no, I've been healed in the name of Jesus Christ. I've been set free. Hallelujah. I'm set free. No more poverty. No more loneliness. I have been set free. No more sickness and disease. I am set free. I am good to go. You may have to stop on the floor and stay on that for the next two hours, praising and thanking Jesus that you've been delivered. You know, like fear was trying to get on me one day, and it took a couple of hours of singing songs and praising his name to kick fear out of there. But it, the spirit was so strong. Can you imagine if it would be a sickness that was trying to cling on to me? I had to fight it and get up and stand up. And I had to work for it, brothers and sisters, by praising and thanking God. I already been prayed for. I already been delivered. I already have it in me through Jesus Christ. If he's promised it on the outside and I say, yes, 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 I receive the blessings of God, then I got to clap my hands, stomp my feet, and continue to fight to establish that blessing in my life, folks. Now, I'm not going to sit back and watch the television and get the remote. For each his own, brothers and sisters, in verse 17 of John chapter 5 says, But my father has been working until now, and I have been working. There it is, folks, working. Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the father do. For whatever he does, the son also does in like manner. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all things that he himself does, and he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. For as the Father raises the dead and gives life to them, and so the Son gives life to him to whom he will. For the Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the Son, that all sh should sh honor the Son just as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life 
and shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death unto life. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. Most assuredly, I say to you, the hour is coming and now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son to have life in himself. He has given him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth, those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own will, but the will of of the Father who sent me. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. That's who we are. Of ourselves, we can't do nothing, folks. We meditate and listen, and as we hear, we judge, and our judgment is righteous because we do not seek our own will, but we seek the will of the Father who sent us by meditating, relaxing, and waiting for his inspiration and strength and renewal of spirit, mind, and soul. Amen. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. Verse 31. There is another who bears witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnessed of me is true. You have sent, you have sent to John... And he has borne witness to the truth. Yet I do not receive testimony from man, but I say these things that you may be saved. He was the burning and shining lamp, and you were willing at a time to rejoice in his light. But I have a greater witness than John's for the works which the Father has given me to finish, the very works that I do bear witness of me that the Father has sent me. And that the Father himself who sent me has testified of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his form. But you do not have his word abiding in you because whom he sent him, him you do not believe. You search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life. And these are they which testify of me. But you are not willing to come to me that you may have life. I do not receive honor from man, but I know you, that you do not have the love of God in, your, in you. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, him you will receive. How can you believe who receive honor from one another? And do not seek the honor that comes from the only God. Do not think that I should accuse you to my father. There's one who accuses you, Moses, in whom you trust. For if you believe Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? Let's go ahead and zero in on salvation. Thank you, Jesus. Um, let's just thank Jesus Christ. These words that I have written out of the, this Bible right now, the words of Jesus, 
uh, have gone and stirred your heart and got your attention. That's the salvation message knocking at your door. Now you have to open up your door and let Jesus come in and clean up everything. And he'll put everything in its place. He'll get rid of stuff that's not being used. And he'll make us a, a, a vessel of righteousness that we are pleasant to be around with <laughs> and happy. Let's go ahead and praise. Let's concentrate on Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for salvation. We praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for, Lord, honoring your word that you said that you will receive anyone that comes to you for protection, for salvation, for redemption. We praise you, Jesus, and we say yes, yes, yes. Yes to your sacrifice. Yes, Jesus. Be it unto us according to the your word, Lord. We say yes. Demonstrate your power, Jesus. Come into my house and cleanse me up. I need you, Jesus. I invite you. I open the door. I say yes. Come on in, Jesus, and clean me up. Clean my house, Jesus. Clean my house that I may be a vessel of honor for your use and for your glory. I give you my house, Lord. I give you my temple. I give you my soul and my life just the way it is, Jesus. I made a mess of it, Lord, and I need your help. I need you, Jesus. Come into my life and make me brand new. I say yes, yes, yes. Enter my heart, my mind, and my soul and establish your purpose in my life. May others see this and be blessed, too, for the miracle you're doing in my life. I love you and I praise you. And I direct all my praises to you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. And yes, I do want to be well. I will be well. I will rise up and take my bed and walk and continue to praise you and thank you and stay ahead of these diseases and demons that want to take me down, Lord, by praising you and stomping and dancing on them. In Jesus' name, we are more than conquerors to Christ that loved us. Amen. Be blessed, family. Thank you for coming in today's reading. And thank you for making that decision and establishing yourself in the kingdom of God. And welcome to salvation. The water is fine. Welcome. So please read and stay in the books of John. Yes, get into the books of John. And First John 1 through 5, if you read First John 1 through 5, all your emotions, your economical, and everything will get in line. Stay in the book of John. There's so many books and so much material. But right now we're going to focus on power, focus on, on being healed, and focus on our home. Our primary purpose is to spend 80-90% of our time in the in the Johns. I love you. That's my suggestion to you. Take care. I love you. Bye. It's it's the book of love and all blessings follow love. Greetings, family. We're going to do a quick review in the book of Jeremiah. So please pray with me. Heavenly Father, we thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, dying on the cross for us. 
And then thank you for Jesus that enlightened us and forgave us and made us brand new creatures in you, Father, in Christ Jesus. Thank you. We ask you to forgive us any any thing that we have not repented of, Lord, that the Holy Spirit may bring unto us. Thank you, Lord, for sending us the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for baptizing us with fire in the Holy Spirit. We thank you for that, and we praise you. We give you all the glory. Now we ask you, Lord, to bring your word alive that we may hear it, receive it, and plant it in our hearts that it will be there and it will grow to a big tree, Lord God. <clears throat> Blessed is the man who hears your word and walks in your way. <clears throat> in Jesus' mighty name, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen and amen. All right. Uh, I was really interested in Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 19. Uh, says, The Lord replies, If you return to me, I will restore you and then so you can continue to serve me. Uh, what's up with that? And the Lord replied, If you return to me, I will restore you so you continue to serve me. If you speak words that are worthy, you will be my spokesman. You are to influence them. Do not let them influence you. They will fight against you like an attacking army, but I will make you as secure as a fortified wall. They will not conquer you, for I will protect and deliver you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Yes, I will certainly keep you safe from these wicked men. I will rescue you from their cruel hands. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. In verse 11, it says, The Lord replied, All will be well with you, Jeremiah. Your enemies will ask you to plea on their behalf in times of trouble and distress. <clears throat> Can a man break a bar of iron from the north or a bar of bronze? Because all my people sin against me, I will hand over their wealth and treasures as plunder to the enemy. I will tell the enemy to take us ca take them captive to a foreign land. <clears throat> then I said, Lord, you know I'm suffering for your sake. Punish my persecutors. Don't let them kill me. Be merciful to me and give them what they deserve. Your words are what sustains me. They bring me great joy and are my heart's delights. For I bear your name, O Lord God Almighty. <clears throat> Excuse me for my throat. I, I believe when that happens, is the, uh, the negative side in me wants to fight the Word of God. <clears throat> you know, look, we found a nugget. We found a gold nugget here. On verse 16, if I had not gone back, this is a go nugget. Um, it says, your words are what sustains me, that brings me great joy, and are my heart's delight. For I bear your name, Jesus Christ, O Lord God Almighty. 
So we understand that we are in a different covenant now. We are baptized with the Holy Spirit. And we have the presence of Father God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in us and represented by the Holy Spirit. So, And then there's another passage over here that talks about the Word, too, uh, the Word of God, how delight we have. I think it's on verse 17, Jeremiah, about the words, the words of God. There's so much uh, little nuggets in the Word of God, like 17:14. It says, "O oh Lord, you alone can heal me; you alone can save me. My praises are for your. My praises are for you alone. Hallelujah. Your praises are not for you alone. And then it goes on in verse 16. <clears throat> Lord, I have not abandoned my job as a shepherd for your people. I have not urged you to send disaster. It is your message I have given them, not my own. Lord, do not desert me now. You alone are my hope in the day of disaster. Bring shame and terror on all who persecute me. But give me peace, yes, bring double destruction upon them. So, uh, let's go ahead and keep reading here. We'll find that other scripture I was telling you about, about the Word of God. Here's a prayer of confidence on verse 16 on Jeremiah, starting on uh, chapter 16, verse 19, excuse me. It says, Lord, you are my strength and fortress, my refuge in the day of trouble. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nations from around the world will come to you and say, Our ancestors were foolish, for they worship worthless idols. Can people make their own God? The gods they make are not gods at all. So now I will show them my power and might, says the Lord. At last they will know that I am the Lord. There it is. I will show them my power and might. And what is God's power and might? that we have the Lord Jesus Christ in our hearts. Amen. The Lord says on verse 5 of 17, This is what the Lord says, Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans and turn their hearts away from the Lord. They are like stunt shrubs in the desert. With no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness on the salty flats where no one lives. But blessed <clears throat> blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a river bank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green, and they go on producing delightful fruit. And verse 9, it says, The human heart is most deceitful and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? But I know, I, the Lord, search all hearts and examine secret motives. 
I give all people their due rewards according to their actions deserve. And remember, folks, our actions is we say yes to the cross. We said yes to Jesus. The love of God compels us to praise him and thank him. So we're good to go. You know, let's not be, uh, we're living in a new covenant. Let's not beat ourselves up that we have to qualify all over again, like I did for years and years. Instead of getting on with the business of thanking him and rejoicing, getting on with the business of witnessing to others. You know, sometimes I was such a mess. Who would want to follow my God when I'm trying to restructure myself and restructure myself and and go back into the Old Testament and trying to break up the fall of ground and seek the Lord while he yet may be found? And I have found him. (laughs) I found the love of Christ. I surrender to Jesus. It's a done deal, folks. Boy, I need to move on and help others move on. Where's the confidence of the Lord? Let's go ahead and read uh, verse 11 of 17. Like a bird that hatches eggs she has not laid, so are those who get their wealth by unjust means. Sooner or later they will lose their riches and at the end of their life will become fools. All fools at that. But we worship at your throne, O O eternal, high and glorious. We worship at your throne. We are in Jesus now. O Lord, the hope of Israel, all who turn away from you will be disgraced and shame. They will be buried in a dry and dusty grave, for they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of living water. I love that. It says they will be buried in a dry and dusty grave. For they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of living water. And that's what is the Holy Spirit to us. He is a fountain of living water. That's what we're doing right now. We are drinking from that fountain. Hallelujah. We are new people in Christ Jesus. I'm reading to you from the New Living Testament, as you know, uh, the Tyndale a uh, beautiful Bible here, and it has uh, it has a study. It talks about right here on page 761. Seek God and surrender to Him. Okay, I done that. We done that. We got Jesus in our heart, or else we wouldn't be listening for 10 minutes and something that doesn't interest us. We're looking for gold nuggets, okay, in the Word of God. Jeremiah 17 verses 5 through 14. The human heart cannot thrive without something to hope for and someone in whom we can place our confidence. God alone is able to perfectly fulfill both needs. Placing our hope and confidence in Him will help our spiritual lives flourish. The Lord told this to His people long ago. As enemies threatened the nation of Judah, many turned to Egypt and other human powers for deliverance, but the Lord declared, Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans and turn their hearts away from the Lord. They are like stunt shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness on the salty flesh where no one lives. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along the riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. 
Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they go right on producing delicious fruit. Placing our hope and confidence in anything but God is like expecting a tree to flourish in a barren desert. Our first our thirst continues because people are unable to satisfy our deepest needs. But placing our hope in the Lord changes everything. For Jesus said, The water I give them takes away thirst altogether. It becomes a perpetual spring within them, giving them eternal life. John 4.14 Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. That was an awesome ending, you know. It It didn't direct us to keep beating our heads for salvation over and over again. And the Lord has to tell us, enough praying, go to work. Remember he told uh, somewhere in the scripture, it says, enough with your praying. I think he told Moses that when he was crossing. He goes, why cry to me? Stretch your hand, prophesy to the future. Say, this will be cleaned up in the name of the Lord. This will be cleaned up in the word of the Lord. Prophesy to your bills, prophesy to your children, Prophesy to your body, prophesy to your manner of words. These words will be cleaned up in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This attitude will be cleaned up in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This life, my life, will be cleaned up for the service of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know what's cleaned up? Things that do not pertain to life and godliness, which is uh, for me, is entertaining boxing and TikTok. <laughs> I like a good challenge when you got a little guy going with a big guy, and and boy, I remember those little fights that the scrapes we used to get into. I love it. I love it. <laughs> You know, there's an a article here in Jeremiah 17 again that got my my uh, attention is uh, about the Sabbath, about rest, uh, starting on verse 19. Well, let's go ahead and find out. I'm glad that the Living Testament, New Living Testament, has, uh, has something to say about it, about verse 19 through 27. It says, We often lose sight of what God intended by the law he gave us. The people of Judah have forsaken the Sabbath day, not realizing that the day had been set aside for their benefit. God's laws were not given simply to inconvenience. God loves us, and his laws were given because of his love. That is why following God's plan is the only way to experience fulfillment and freedom in this life. Now again, I think they danced around that controversial scripture, which is resting on the Sabbath. Um, But I really like the way they put here, following God's plan is the only way to experience fulfillment, freedom, and this life. But the thing came to me, folks, as I've been studying for almost 40 years, the Word of God, the idea came to me, or the Holy Spirit told me that... uh, the Sabbath day or Saturday or a rest day for us Christians is um, is already established in heaven. In other words, I don't know if we can uh, rest in increments of 
hour a day on the grass. I tried resting the whole day Saturday, and it's really agony, to tell you the truth. I mean, you're just in the afternoon, you're just agony, you know, trying to rest on the day. So, you know, like they did in the Old Testament. And I, I feel sorry for all those people. I don't feel sorry, but I can tell that uh, that somehow it gets in the way of productivity, resting on a Saturday. Can I be real with you guys? You know, then you're then you're resting again Sunday, and you think you're not resting enough Monday, and all of a sudden you become lazy, <laughs> or I do. So what's the true deal? I don't know. But the point I was making is that uh, the days are already established in heaven. That some days, uh, when you're expected to be of service, you know, one thing that came to my mind, one day I was expected to be of service on Saturday. So I just rested and waited. Waited all day long from 8 in the morning to about 5 in the afternoon. And I finally got a text. And they said, Someone needs, uh, they need a speaker in North Hollywood for the kids over there at 10.30 at night, p.m., hour and a half from me. I text back within seconds, I'm the man, I've been waiting. And I went over there with one of the great, uh, fabulous, wonderful experiences of my life is be able to talk to a bunch of kids on uh runaways and everything they were having an AA meeting in North Hollywood under a Trader Joe's warehouse wonderful experience the point I'm making is uh, I thought I was going to be of help on the Sabbath day resting and relaxing and waiting for someone to call for a flat tire to do something (laughs) anyway um Maybe that's the way we're to rest. We're to rest expectantly to help somebody. Because if I rest expectantly for the Lord to act, uh, then we can get somewhere, you know. And it's interesting that I did it after sundown on that Saturday. So the completed days of Friday night and Saturday are resting. And right here it says not to carry a load. I'll read it to you. Uh, observing the Sabbath from 19 to 27 says, Then the Lord said to me, Go, stand in the gate of Jerusalem, first at the gate where the kings go out, and then at each of the other gates. Say to all the people, Listen to this message from the Lord, you kings of Judah and all you people of Judah and everything living in Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says, Listen to my warning and live. Stop carrying on your trade Stop doing your work on Jerusalem's gates on the Sabbath day. Do not do your work on the Sabbath, but make it a holy day. I give this command to your ancestors. But they did not listen to obey. They stubbornly refused to pay attention and will not respond to discipline. I like the way it says right here. They stubbornly refused to pay attention. They will not respond to discipline. So the Sabbath day is a discipline for us wild people to to stop and get get our batteries recharged, regenerated. But if you obey the Lord and do not carry on your trade carry on your trade or work on the Sabbath day, and if you keep it holy, then this nation will continue forever. 
There will always be a descendant of David sitting on the throne here in Jerusalem. Kings and their officials will always ride among the people of Judah in chariots and on horses. And this city will remain forever. And from all around Jerusalem, from the towns of Judah and Benjamin, from the western foothills and the hill country and the Negev, the people will come with their burnt offerings and sacrifice. They will bring their grain offerings, incense, and thanksgiving offerings to the Lord's temple. But if you do not listen to me and refuse to keep the Sabbath day holy, and on the Sabbath day you bring loads of merchants to the Jerusalem on those days, then I will set fire on the gates. The fire will spread the, to the palaces, and no one will be able to put the roaring flames out. Okay, the thought came to me that Jesus came, and he says he fulfilled the Sabbath. In other words, uh, it's, it's like a Sabbath rest in uh, Hebrews chapter 4. talks about that we enter the Sabbath rest of Jesus Christ. We're resting from our works now. We're resting with God. So apparently we can rest, and that's what the Christian view is. We rest anytime, seven days a week. We're already in resting mode. In other words, we're already in, in the love mode, in the Holy Spirit mode. The Holy Spirit's inside of us. Um, but I caution to, uh, to rest on Saturday anyway, and then I continue to rest periods of all, all week long, getting into the Word of God. Amen. So, all is good. All is well. Once we're good, it's not going to harm us any if we rest on Saturday. It's not going to harm us any if we rest on Sunday. The idea is that we're we're fully alive, fully blessed with Jesus Christ, made it easy for us. Certainly, we couldn't keep all these regulations and everything with uh, not that we couldn't, but that society requires so much attention from us like when i decide to rest on saturday i get a call to go take care of a meeting i have to make coffee for the meeting oh it's so much work and then and then we'll take the books to the meeting and run the meeting and pass out and be the moderator that's not a lot of works folks that's kind of like going to church to synagogue amen well i hope i confused you <laughs> but you are not easily deterred. You got your set ways and it's working for you. And that's probably the same as me. Praising Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Continue to seek Him and the Holy Spirit. And we do in our communion daily. The apostles went from house to house and taking communion daily and exhorting and searching the Word of God. Now that scripture, I didn't find it on that Bible, but I got it on this Bible. And the scripture in Jeremiah 17 is, uh, I have found it's in 15, 17, 15. Indeed, they say to me, where is the word of the Lord? Let it come now. <laughs> where is the word of the Lord? Let it come to me now. Come on now, that's not the word, the one I was looking for. Uh, amen. Well, let it be according to his word. I have found your word, and it is a delight unto me, said the Lord. 
it was my happiness and my joy. In thy word do I hope all day long. Thy word is life unto me. Amen. I'm taking that from memory, from the Holy Spirit. The word of God is our life-giving source of water. We praise him and we thank him. Amen. Have a great day, family. Give him heaven. I love you. Greetings, family. Thank you so much for coming on today. We're going to be talking about Matthew 19 in the uh, New Living Translation, discussing the, the footnotes they have here. Let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity to get into your word. Lord, we ask you that your word will stay in us, walk with us, talk with us, live in us, Lord, and make a difference in our life, Lord. We open ourselves to thy word, Lord God. Give us hearing ears and hearts and eyes to see with your word is revealing revelation knowledge to us as your children that we may go forward and heal and and proclaim your name to the nations, Lord, for your glory and your honor. Be it unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Jesus affirmed the importance of the marriage relationship in chapter 19. We may find it confining to be without an escape hatch in marriage, but God has always intended that marriage be a lifelong relationship. Realizing that marriage is permanent and that a husband and wife become one through marriage should make us consider how much our sins affect our spouses. The sins that enslaves us always harms our mates in one way or another. And even though divorce may end the conflict a couple is having, it will not correct the attitudes or behaviors that brought about the conflict. Unless we correct the root problems, we will have the same conflicts in any future relationship. That's verses 3 to 12. Verses 3 all the way through 12. And in uh, verses 16 and 24 of Matthew 19, I was talking about a rich man. So let's go ahead and read first 3 to 12. Well, I might as well start at the beginning. It says, After Jesus had finished saying these things, he left Galilee and went southward to the region of Judea and out in the area east of the Jordan River. Vast crowds followed him there, and he healed their sick. Some Pharisees came and tried to trap him with the question, should a man be allowed to divorce his wife for any reason? Jesus' response, Haven't you read the scriptures? They record that from the beginning God made them male and female. And that, and he said, This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united in one. Since they are no longer two but one, let no one separate them, for God has joined them together. Then why did Moses say a man could merely write an official letter of divorce and send her away, they asked. Jesus replied, Moses permitted divorce as a concession to your heart-hearted wickedness, but it was not what God had originally intended. 
And I tell you this, a man who divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery unless his wife has been unfaithful. Jesus' disciples then said to him, Then it is better not to marry. Not everyone can accept this statement, Jesus said, only those whom God helps. Not everyone can accept this statement, Jesus said, only those whom God helps. Some are born as Enoch, some have been made that way by others, and some choose not to marry for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. Let anyone who can accept this statement. Wow, it's all about acceptance, isn't it? Oh boy, let's go back a little bit. I tell you this. um, Oh well, over my head. (laughs) Let's just let it be at that and move on to the rich young ruler. I don't have anything coming to me other than everything's fine, all is well, nothing missing, nothing broken, shalom. You know, it's just one of the rich things I have in common with my spouse is we love the Word of God. You know, uh, that was our our original uh, sparring we did. Basically, uh, give each other scripture and that's how the relationship started and we're still doing that today you know enjoying scripture and now with YouTube we can hear other couples and other ministers and lately we've been listening to a guy named uh, Warren Marcus M-A-R-C-U-S as a five year little boy five year old boy he had a you know, a relationship Jewish boy and got a hold of um, eventually the Lord and went and done great things as a as a writer, producer, director, film caster. He says a picture is worth a thousand words. So I believe that God puts his words in us. We act on those words and we create a picture for the people around us and they speak a thousand words. So we can easily see that God is working on our behalf, even how we get along and we put the Word of God as the main stay, as the main meal of of our relationships. Amen. There you go. Right out of the Holy Spirit. (laughs) In verses 16 and 24, the rich young man was trying to work his way to heaven. Jesus played along with this man's short-sighted attempt to claim he was perfect. But it soon became clear that he was dependent on his material wealth and the security about him. His possessions had a higher priority in his life than God had. We need to guard against materialism, which often keeps people from humbling themselves and trusting Jesus Christ alone for salvation. That's a big one, huh? Verses 16 to 24. Uh, let's go ahead and back up. Let's um, verse thirteen says, "Some children were brought to Jesus so he could lay his hands on them and pray for them." The disciples told the parents not to bother him, but Jesus said, "Let the children come to me. Don't stop them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs 
to such as these. And he put his hands on their heads, and he blessed them before he left. He said good words about them, and he transferred a blessing. Amen. So we are like children of heaven because we can express ourselves in how we think without fear of condemnation, judgment. We are on his kingdom. He is our father. He is our daddy. He is the glorious dad that holds us, cares for us, and encourages us to keep going. Amen. So I encourage you. In verses 16 to 24, it says, Someone came to Jesus with the question, Teacher, what good things must I do to have eternal life? Why ask me about what is good? Jesus replied, Why ask me about what is good? Only God is good. But to answer your question, you can receive eternal life if you keep the commandments. Which ones, the man asked. And Jesus replied, do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not testify falsely. Honor your father and mother, love your neighbor as yourself. I obeyed all these commandments, the young man replied. What else must I do? Jesus told him, if you want to be perfect, go and sell all you have and give the money to the poor and you will have treasures in heaven. Then come, follow me. But when the young man heard this, he went sadly away because his many possessions. Then Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you the truth. It is very hard for a rich person to get into the kingdom of heaven. I say it again. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were astonished. Then who in the world can be saved? They asked. Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but with God, everything is possible. Then Peter said to him, We given up everything, Lord, to follow you. What we will we get out of it? What will we get out of it? And Jesus replied, I assure you that when I, the Son of Man, sit upon the glorious stone in the kingdom, you have been my followers, will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has given up houses, or brothers, or sisters, or fathers, or mothers, or children, or, or property, for my sake, will receive a hundred times as much in return, and will have eternal life. But many who seem to be important now will be the least important then. And those who are considered least here will be the greatest then. Amen. Well, my comment is, um, thank God for Peter, huh? He had the guts to ask those hard questions. And remember, the don't kick yourself up because it's the natural tendency that the Bible says Jesus became poor for our sake that we may have common wealth. Common wealth is nothing missing, nothing broken. We can afford all manner of store. As Abraham was rich and prosperous, Jacob and Isaac and Solomon and King David and Hezekiah and so many people in the Bible handle riches properly. Properly. 
Uh, Job was one of them. Uh, the great men. The great men that are listed in the Bible, I think it's, it's Job, Noah, and, and someone else that they took care of orphans and widows. That's, I think it was King David. That's who they say is a, is a well-rounded rich man representing God. You know, we're talking about the problem here of greed, that a person is, is centered around their riches. But we are, if we're poor and we read the Word of God, and we're rich and we read the Word of God, we'll still be reading the, the, the Word of God. I used to beat myself up that people take it to extremes, like everything takes to extremes. Like the amen. So we're here. It's amazing to see right here that, uh, and Jesus replied in verse 28, let's move on. I assure you, I, the Son of Man, sit upon the glorious throne in the kingdom. Okay, he's already resurrected. When I, you who have been my followers, will also sit on 12 thrones. And now, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Now, why do you, they need judgment if they're in heaven? Hasn't everything been judged and everything put to, to rest? Unless there's a lot of commerce and a lot of things going on over there. See, that brings up a good point. And now I wonder if the uh, translators or the writers uh, had something to do with because I thought in the kingdom of God was going to be paradise. But right here, you're talking about judging the 12 tribes of Israel and everyone who has given up houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or property for my sake will receive a hundred times as much in return and will have eternal life. Sounds to me like that's a heavenly promise right but in, in other scriptures anyway it says in this life and in the next it says you're going to receive a hundredfold well I've given up houses and riches and many you know what I thought was a good portion of my resources and so I have a lot of people and a lot of people have succeeded like Pat Robinson's he I think he, he emptied his house three times and then he ended up buying that uh, TBN in 1963. And it has flourished. And his wife just went home to be with the Lord. Uh, you could just feel it in the spirit that the person was very instrumental in reaching many souls. The wife in the background never knew her, never heard about her other than reading of his books. But you can just tell in your heart a saint of God has gone home. You know, we're all connected as the body of Christ, the body of Jesus Christ. Okay, the commentary says on verses 25 and 26, left on our own, we would only fall deeper into the pit of things that enslaved us. But with God's help, the inconceivable is made possible. He can lift us out of our saddest state and give us hope and help where it was despair and pain had reigned. 
Surrendering our lives to God is the only way to regain freedom from the sins that enslaved us. Verses 25 and 26. The disciples were astounded. Then who in the world can be saved? Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible. But with God, everything is possible. Wow, I missed that. Isn't that beautiful? In other words, you say to yourself, how in the world can I be saved since I drink so much beer? How in the world can I be saved since I got so much anger? Or I I had an abortion. Or I made someone had an abortion. Or I killed someone. Or, you know, I can never do this, go back and repair what I've done. Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible. But with God, everything is possible. That's one of the reasons we want to thank God for our lives just the way they are and put them back on the Master's hands and He will heal that broken part of the pottery. You know, we have cracks in our pottery. The Master will touch the pottery. The pottery will melt and He'll seal the cracks and then put a glaze over it and nothing missing, nothing broken. It'll be brand new. Shining vessels, vessels of honor for the Lord's use. Amen. That's chapter 19. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your word. Thank you for instructing us and teaching us and carrying us forward, Lord God. Healing us and establishing us for your purpose. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray. Amen. Amen. Be blessed, family.